0: now we turn to the scripture, what does the Gospel of Matthew tell us about the arrival of these ones from the east? I'll read to you now from Matthew chapter 2, verses 1 through 12. In the time of King Herod, after Jesus was born in Bethlehem of Judea, wise men came from the east. Uh, excuse me, wise men from the east came to Jerusalem asking, where's the child who has been born king of the Jews? For we observed his star at its rising and we've come to pay him homage. When King Herod heard this, he was frightened and all of Jerusalem with him. And calling together all the chief priests and scribes of the people, Herod inquired of them where the Messiah was to be born. They told him in Bethlehem of Judea. For so it has been written by the prophet, and you, O Bethlehem, in the land of Judah, are by no means least among the rulers of Judah. For from you shall come a ruler who is to shepherd my people, Israel. And then Herod secretly called for the wise men and learned from them the exact time that the star had appeared. And then Herod sent them to Bethlehem saying, go and search diligently for the child, and when you found him, bring me words so that I may go and pay him homage. And when they heard the king, they set out, and there ahead of them went the star that they had seen at its rising, until it stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw that the, char- that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. And on entering the house, they saw the child with Mary, his mother, and they knelt down and they paid him homage. And then, opening their treasure chests, they offered him gifts of gold and frankincense and myrrh. And having been warned in a dream not to return to Herod, they left for their own country by another road. This is the word of God for the people of God. Thanks be to God. Let us pray. Ah, oh, God, open us this morning to your wisdom. To your way, the beginning of this new year, to following the star, work within us this day, that we might be more light to the world when we leave this time. Amen. Amen. At the beginning of worship, uh, throughout Advent, we sang... Come, thou long expected Jesus, come to set thy people free. And I imagine maybe you have been joining us in worship during this time, found yourself kind of humming and singing that through the season. Each week of Advent, we focused on what kind of freedom we have in Christ freedom to hope. Freedom to love, freedom to be joyful, freedom to be at peace. And then last week, we listened to the story of Jesus' presentation, the presentation of Jesus in the temple and Simeon and Anna, the old ones who found themselves amazed. And we were invited ourselves to be free to be amazed. This Sunday... This last Sunday in this long series, it feels like it starts at Thanksgiving, and I guess it really does for uh, most of us, this holiday, holy day season. We celebrate our freedom to be wise. We began our worship with that wonderful carol, right, We Three Kings, but scripture obviously doesn't say when we read it that there were three or that they were kings. We uh, take on the three because of the three gifts. There could be more. There might have been less, right? The number's not important. And they certainly weren't kings, at least in the way that we understand a king. They were most surely something like philosophers or astrologers, careful observers of the night sky, And maybe some of you are careful observers of the night sky. Maybe you watch for comets and planets and extraordinarily bright items in the sky. For that is what these uh, wise ones, also called the magi, that is another word that is used in some of our translations of scripture, they look for signs in the heavens to tell them that something had happened, something decisive and possibly even divine, So Matthew tells us that just as Jesus was born these wise ones saw a new star rising in the western sky over Judea, over the land of the Jews. And from this sighting they determined that the star was a sign that a new king had been born. A new king had been born, a king for the Jews. They wanted to see, as it says in scripture, wanting to see this new thing that had happened. Wanting to honor this newborn king. They set off for Judea, most specifically Jerusalem, most specifically the palace of Herod. The children's uh, version that I read to you. The way it is written, and I think we all would get this, kind of makes it sound like this visit to Herod was accidental. Uh, It was on their way. But actually, from what we can tell, it was intentional. Because where would a new king be born? Where would a new king be born? It would be born to the family of the king, right? It would be born... To the house of the king. In the house of the king. And so they come to the palace of Herod the Great. And they ask him, where is the child who has been born king of the Jews? Hmm. To say that Herod was alarmed would be a vast understatement. They ask of King Herod the Great. The Roman appointed king of the Jews. Herod, who in his aging days has become a tyrant, mentally unstable. There's some other reports outside of scripture about this ruler. And he ruled through fear and cruelty. And we will hear the kind of the rest of this story about King Herod and his cruelty next Sunday. These wise ones, these wise men, would most, not, would most likely not have known all of this about King Herod. They would, again, have assumed that a new king would be born into this family of the old king. And they had every right to assume that that would be true. They would have every right, again, to assume that it would be true. But herein lies the true wisdom of these wise ones. These magi, these watchful ones, were open to a truth outside of themselves. They were open to learning, to growing, and to moving forward in a different way. I, like the uh, writers of our children's uh, version of this story this morning, have probably assumed for most of my life in my ministry that the, the two real pieces of wisdom for these uh, Magi was at the beginning when they set out, and at the end when they worshipped Jesus. Ah, but that pivotal piece in the middle, maybe that is in fact this morning where we might listen and pay attention closely to how they revealed true wisdom. For again, they assumed correctly, or what might have been correctly, that this new king would be born in this palace. And if they had stayed with that assumption, if they had stayed with this truth, they might never have listened to the scribes and the Pharisees, and this word that came to them from the Hebrew scriptures that were not their own. Those weren't their, those weren't their texts, those weren't their truths, but but they listened. They listened. They took it in, and then what? And then they took it on. They took this startling truth that a new king was not to be born in Jerusalem, but in Bethlehem. And so They followed the word, and they followed the star. And scripture says, and when they heard the king, they set out. And there ahead of them went the star that they'd seen at its rising. And it stopped over the place where the child was. And when they saw that the star had stopped, they were overwhelmed with joy. They were overwhelmed with joy. They had found it. And and then the story says they go in, and as the scripture says, they go into a house. We don't quite know what to make of this in terms of a time span. They go into the home, to the house, and there was Mary, and there was Jesus, and they worshiped him. We do not get to this uh, treasure chest part, to the gifts, to the worship All that being wise, we don't get there without their decision that they made in Jerusalem. To listen to a deeper truth. To let go of what what they thought they knew up to that point that got them to that point. To be open to something more. I think this is what we might pay attention to on this Sunday at the beginning of uh, New Year. What a wonderful message for 2022, to be wise enough to know that we don't have all the answers, right? At a time when maybe we feel like like buckling down and hardening our hearts or our minds or ourselves, to be open to honoring, yes, we have had some incredible wisdom that has brought us to this point as a church, as a community, families, our nation, and we also need to be open to more. Yes, I am sure that God's desire for us is to continue to follow the star. You know, it's been so beautiful throughout this whole season to, to have that star lit up there at the front of our sanctuary. Uh, John and Cindy Carnes made that a, a few years ago now, but I, whenever I see of that star and I think about our worship together, right, we want to continue to follow that star, like the shepherds and the, like the wise men. But to remember that it's always going to lead us forward. It's to not stop here. What might have happened if these wise ones, in their wisdom of knowing what they knew, had stopped? What about for us? What wisdom do we need going forward? So much, right? We continue to explore, what does it mean to be responsible citizens? How are we gonna continue to work together as a community, and both a community of faith and a community of uh, people that are quite diverse? How do we continue to work together for the good health of all? How do we continue to work together for justice for all? How do we move forward and, wow, these weather stories remind us, right, of our desperate need for the care of the earth? Can we be open to moving forward, to continue to follow the star that will take us closer to the truth of the world that God wants for each of us? Ah, let's be like the wise ones, these magi. Let's be free to be wise, open to new information, open to guidance and direction from one another, open to moving forward in wisdom and in strength. There may have been three wise ones. There may have been more. I'd say this morning there are many of us here and at home who are seeking to follow that star, so let's do so.